Oh. I wasn't recording. So we're going to, I'm going to just recap a little paraphrase. bit. Paraphrase. So, yeah, I'm paraphrase. All right. Welcome, everybody. And um, what we started the call with today um, is with something that Vicky brought, which is um, a challenge around posting in social media and marketing. So specifically, we're talking about marketing the Sexy Fit Nutrition Challenge, and um, she's bringing, and, and this would be good for you to recap and, and, and hear yourself, um, that you had a little bit of overwhelm around marketing, um, that you set up the landing page and, you know, around the marketing plan, there was a little bit of resistance. Um, because you feel that maybe there are parts of it that you don't know how to do, but then you know, thinking again, um, it's more of the thinking about the strategy and the planning process that you have resistance around. Um, so I asked you, which part of the plan do you feel you get stuck in or where resistance rises to the surface? And you're about to tell me, and then I remember okay. to record. <laughs> okay. You know, uh, Natasha, uh, I, I, Part of it is the technical uh, process of planning. So mm. I go, oh, I'll do it this way. I'll get a calendar. I'll, I'll map out, you know, today, tomorrow, I'll do this. Yeah. And then I think, okay, I'll do it that way. Is that the best way to do it? Is there another way to do it? Then I'll kind of second guess that. Um, but even if I was to just go with the calendar idea, which um, I'm not even, you know, it's just an idea at the moment. I haven't put it into practice. Um, then I'll go, oh, so, okay, what should go on day one? What should go on day two? What should go on day three? So I, what I'm basically doing is just procrastinating, mm -hmm. okay. I think. Okay. So, yeah, and actually having um, a process, like a really simple process, yes, do the calendar, just pick a topic, just put something out, it'll be cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so a couple things there. Um, When you're thinking of, um, you know, putting together a marketing plan that involves a landing page and social media posts, um, I'm sure that you, you begin thinking, I have to post this, right? There, there is a post in mind. Is that, is that correct mm. or not? I know I have to post something. You know, you have to I know post I have something. To, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I did one and then I have not done any more since. Okay. Okay. Um, because there seems to be a disconnect between what you think you should do and what you want to do. Uh -huh. Right. Um, and, and, and this came up a little bit and I don't remember what you brought, but there was a, a, another call. I think it was your morning routine or something around, you know? Um, so I think there's a lot, um, of information on marketing plans, on social media. There's so many funnels and marketing ideas and just like so much information out there. And the truth is, is that you're gonna do what you wanna do. Um, if you have a plan, then of course, you know, you gotta think what's the purpose of this plan? You know, what's the goal? so that it's not just kind of, you know, um, something that you're doing mechanically. Um, you do have a specific goal here, which is to market this, the Sexy Fit Nutrition Challenge. And whether you do one post or 10 posts, um, 
it all, it all depends on, you know, what, what you want to accomplish with all those posts. Um, but the thing is, there's no right way to do it. That's, that's something that we all have to keep in mind. There's no right way to do it. There's no formula that is going to make you successful. Um, the thing is to really, you know, communicate what, what is the benefit of doing this? What have you benefited from this type of challenge? Mm. And, and really, um, write it in a way and this is why we share testimonials this is this is why testimonials are are important um and that's because they're relatable people share what you know the specific product or service has done for them you know like oh i lost so and so pounds or um i my, my illness is so much better, you know, my condition is so much better. Um, I feel that I have so much more energy. Um, my, my body feels so much better. I feel healthier and that allows me to, I don't know, um, have a higher frequency or higher energy level for my business and for my kids. You know, it just, the benefit, what was the impact? What was the takeaway from, from using that product or going through that service? Um, and it needs to be as tangible as possible because when we communicate something that's really general, like I feel so much more healthy, right? Um, mm. Then people, don't relate to that as much. But if I say, um, I had, there was a, there was a testimonial that went out. I think it was yesterday where, um, I think it was fibrocystic, um, something, you know, a condition, um, she said that, that it improved so much. It helped me so much with that. Um, or, you know, like losing a specific amount of, of pounds or kilos, um, or having, um, having your lifestyle change, right? I've, mm -hmm. I've been wanting a lifestyle change for such a long time. I didn't know where to start, what to eat. This gave me a clear plan. And now I know what to do. Now I know what I'm doing. So people can relate to that. You know, if you say healthy, it's like, uh, okay, I want to be healthy. Just like, you know, I, I want to have more money, but <laughs> what do I do with that? So, you know, if people say, well, it actually helped me with this issue that I was having, or it's helping me with this th lifestyle change that I've been wanting to have for a long time, then you relate to that. Mm -hmm. So it's really about um, just communicating what the impact is of, of what you're doing. And then in terms of as a um, marketing plan, not necessarily the more you post, the more, the better, not necessarily, but just the quality. Of course that, you know, if, um, if you have like a short marketing window, like uh, 10 days or seven days or something like that, you, you want to post, you know, and, and you want to gain interest. Um, 
but whether you do it three times, 10 times, it, it just, it depends on how you use those posts and what you communicate in those posts. And I think that it's really important for you to ask yourself, well, what do I want to do? Right. Um, set yourself up for success. If you feel that, um, that you don't have a specific skill and I'm not talking about setting up a plan, right? Mm -hmm. I'm talking about, um, you don't know how to use like Facebook or Instagram or something like that, right? You don't know how to post then. Yeah, absolutely get help. But mm -hmm. if you're thinking that you don't have enough skills because you don't have the right strategy, forget it. There's no right strategy. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You can, you can yeah, always get tips and we, sh we share a lot of those tips with you. Um, yeah. But it's not about lack. Um, I think that it's about sitting down to think, what do I want to do? How many times do I want to post? And not thinking, how many times am I supposed to post? Yeah, you know, Natasha, that thing about the Instagram stickers? Yeah. I cannot figure that out for the life of me. Okay. So what happens What happens is that just kind of go like that just sets me back. Like, you know, it, the, the, it's the setback, I think. Mm -hmm. oh, God. And I've just done it. I've just brought it up again. I'm like, where, where is it? So I get so frustrated and then I throw it all away. I can create a little video for you. See, that's, that's a, a skill. That's just a skill. It's not something that you can do whatever way you want. You have to do that a specific way for you to find it. And that's easy. Okay. So it's just about, okay. I can create a, a video. I'm going to oh, write it you. down. <laughs> and, you know, I love that. I actually really appreciate what you and Carmen do in that way because it just takes that time to figure it out. Like it's just, I don't know if anybody else yeah. has it, but it's like, I've just got to do another thing and I, I just can't figure it. What do you, what is that? <laughs> Claudia is showing you a story. I don't know. Oh, there's a sticker, a sexy fit sticker all the yeah. way at the bottom. I would love to be able to do that, Claudia. I was <laughs> wanting to do that two weeks ago and I can't figure it out. So I would, would you share the video with all of us, um, Natasha? Yeah, absolutely. Whenever I create a video um, for for someone, I, I I drop it in the Dropbox folder so that you can all have it. Okay. Um, Perfect. Yeah. yeah, I'll share it. So um, I could I would actually share my screen here, but it's something that you have to do on your phone only. You can't mm. do it on your um, desk uh, desktop computer. It's something that. That's kind of crazy. I, I wish they had an option to do a desktop because people mm -hmm. who actually work mm -hmm. on social media have to be on their phone like all the time. And yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. And, yeah. I think actually that's it. That you you have hit actually that's two things. Thank you. It's it's identifying the benefits. So I don't share just fluff that actually that it it hits somebody you know mm -hmm. clearly that wants to hear the message. I think that's really important. And just the technical. It's just those little setbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the technical uh, process of planning, which you said that um, that's where you get stuck. You know, there's a lot that you can model. Um, I think it goes, I think it goes both ways. First of all, um, you know, creating a timeline from mm -hmm. where you are to where registration closes. And um, 
asking yourself, how many times a week do I want to post? What, what is realistic for me? What do I want to post? And then if you have doubts, check out what Carmen is doing or what other, you know, influencers or there are so many people to, to stock <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah. you know, what they're doing. Um, because that's what everybody does, you know, it's like, Hey, what's working for this person. And, you know, that's how marketing plants are created by experience and trial and error. So, um, you can do that too. You know, whoever you're following on social media that you feel, um, that you resonate with, yeah. That you don't feel it's too much, you know, or too pushy or too salesy or, um, or that maybe they don't communicate enough, right? If you don't want to follow them, actually, you don't want to model them. Um, so, you know, just compare, you know, when you created your timeline and you decided I want to post so many times and then just like, look at what other people are doing. It's like, Oh, maybe I should push it up a little bit because I like the way this person is marketing. I feel that, um, if they, they're posting every day and, and I'm attracted to that, that resonates with me and there are different ways of posting. So, you know, people don't get bored. Or if you say, you know, I like the way this person markets, it's just like one post every three days, but it's really concise. Maybe I can share some stories in between. Yeah. Um, you know, it just, it all depends because if you start following something that doesn't really resonate with your style and you're just modeling it because you feel that's the way to do it, then that may, you know, get you to a place of, you know, not wanting to do it. So just yeah. as long as get yourself to post. Yeah, you know, I like the timeline. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. that's a technical process of planning. Um, you you can start with the timeline. Okay. Um, can I ask a question to those of you in the group who are doing Instagram? Are you posting your Instagram directly to Facebook? Do you do that all the time, or you do that occasionally? Um, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. I do. You, you, when you do post to Instagram automatically to Facebook, yeah. Yeah. Because it sh depends on everyone's on Instagram, everyone's mm -hmm. on Facebook. and But then there's different people who are on Facebook and then different people yeah. are on Instagram. So I do mm -hmm. for the timeline, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's something to keep in mind. Um, there are different people on Instagram than there are on Facebook. It's just different crowds sometimes. Mm. On um on Instagram, it's more important. The image is more important. Yeah. Um, people pay more attention to the image, the feel and look of the aesthetic of what you're sharing. Um, and then, of course, you know, there's got to be a call to action, something clear, you know, like what link they have to click on, uh, dates and things like that. Um, but then on Facebook, it's, it's more about, it's not so much about the image because it's all, it, it all, it looks like a timeline all the time in your wall yeah. on your feed. So, um, so it's, it's a little bit more about what you're communicating, um, in terms of, you know, text or, of course, people always look at, you know, the image and if there's like a motion graphic or, you know, something that catches their attention visually. Um, 
but you know, in Facebook, it's a little bit more about, you know, the, the copy and, and, and what you're communicating there. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram, it's, it's getting more and more about, um, design, you know, and, and, and branding, you know, following a color scheme and things like that, but you don't have to do it that way. I mean, honestly, if I look at the accounts that, um, that I follow the most, um, like writers, you know, and, and influencers, they don't have any type of color, anything (laughs) they don't have, they don't follow branding guidelines or anything like that. Like, I don't know, Glennon Doyle, she's one of my favorite writers. She just, Mm -hmm. she just uploads images and like, you know, herself talking about something and like, it doesn't Mm. really matter. So it's, it's, I think it's more about sharing a part of yourself that people resonate, connect with more. And um, in terms of marketing, you know, and a marketing plan, if you can share a little bit of what um, challenges like sexy fit. I don't know if you've gone through the challenge before, but um, the sexy fit nutrition challenge, if you have, then you can share with people what it's done for you. And if you haven't, I'm sure you've done something similar, you know, like you've, Mm -hmm. you've followed uh, a challenge before. So you can share what that does for you, you know, and like you saw on products and things like that. Um, So so yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah. again, you. you know, yeah. for, for the technical mm. process of planning, which is where you're saying you're getting um, stuck, I think it's more about asking yourself what you want to do and when you want to do it, you know, with a timeline, yeah. um, then asking what is the right way to do it. Because it seems mm. like that's where you get kind of stuck. It's like, what's the correct way to do it? What, you know, um, and you can Google, you know, and find million, there are like infinite ways of doing it. Um, but the thing is, is that if you're not doing it, then it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've done uh, calendars before. I've never followed them. You know, I've put all the effort in and, and I just, uh, yeah. But I think you've, those tips are really helpful, actually, Natasha. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just breaking through the resistance of of writing what I it's just really that's all it's about mm-hmm. I, I don't have a fear about it I just don't want to put out crap <laughs> I think right that's the right issue. I think that's well it. you know Claudia so <laughs> in terms of that in terms of you know writing and and, and that you don't want it to be crap <laughs> um yeah. there there really is no wrong there's nothing wrong there's no wrong or right about your experience Mm. you know so when you write from experience there's really no wrong way to go you're just talking about from your point of view what it's done for you why you think it's great why you're sharing it and there's no right or wrong nobody's going to be nobody's going to say, Hey, you know, that's incorrect information. Your energy level is not up, (laughs) you know, Um, it's your experience. And that's the most relatable. That's what people can connect with the most. Yeah. It's even more powerful than just data. Of course, a lot of people need scientific data to back some things up. And that's, I think that's totally necessary in a lot of cases, but if you're talking about impact, on you, then it's, it's your experience. 
and then you can find creative ways, you know, to, to communicate other things. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Claudia? Yeah. You have I, your, your yellow hand up. <laughs> my yellow hand up. Yes. I, I discovered this feature, so I, I want to use it. No. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, you talked specifically about sexy fit, but it is the same process for whatever program you want to marketing or whatever absolutely. thing you want to get out. Um, and the question, what do I want to post for me is maybe not yet clear enough because before the pet, uh, question of what to post is a question, what you want that anyhow in the first place, because mm -hmm. the post is only a vehicle to get your information across. And there are very many different ways of getting your information across. Yes. And also marketing window is one thing, but then um, it, it is handy to have it very clear what you what you want to achieve in, in the time and and then also what are your resources available at the moment mm -hmm. because if you focus on resources where you do not have but which you have to go to courses to learn or whatever you be in this loop in, in instead of doing it so yeah. the question and, and here is in my head I is always kiss keep it stupid simple yeah Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. super, super and important. And get it out. Yeah. It's the yeah. smallest step yeah. done and out is better than going in loops and think what I have to yeah. do next or things mm. like that. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. And then you grow. Yeah. yeah. And when yeah. it comes to, to planning, what, what helps me, I'm not sure if you're um, familiar with it, is mind mapping. Oh, mind yes. Mapping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and that, that there also there you have the the mind maps to get marketing things out and you can use and you can mm. do and whatever. Mm. But mm. that gives you yeah. very quick clarity in yeah. what the thing is. Because she started um, with landing page and I don't see where landing page has to do something with post. <laughs> you see, I well, mean, what yeah. do you want to say? That was my next question. And <laughs> mm -hmm. where is the landing page now fitting into your maybe marketing plan or, or whatever. So oh, well, the thing is, I was meant to do the landing page two weeks ago, but I think now we've moved on and we've now actually got, I don't even need it anymore, I, I think. I'm not so sure. Um, so, and that it was is just a procrastinate. I wish I'd just done it and then I could have moved on to the other stuff. But I, now I've got la, la, that la, and the other stuff to do. Landing page yes, is a fantastic tool, but if you are not ready for it, you're, you're, that's a risk to lose your energy in the landing page rather yeah. than doing the process. Yeah. So yeah. if landing yeah. page is not coming out of you, you put it still on your plan, future plan, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, whatever, get, mm -hmm. get a training or get somebody to do it for you or whatever. Yeah, it's still there. But in, in order to be focusing on the marketing window, because that will close, that's something yeah. for sure. <laughs> that will close there you do things which flow out of you and which feels for you and that's good yeah. enough that's good yeah, enough yeah. yeah thanks yeah thank you so much claudia and all that so yeah mm -hmm. to recap you always have to have a goal for whatever you want to market just like claudia says otherwise it's going to be post your posts have to be aligned with that goal so, you know, kind of, you know, what I said at the beginning, you know, what, what message do you want to get across and what's the, um, what's mm -hmm. the 
overall goal of what you're communicating. So let's take the example of the sexy fit nutrition challenge, right? So the goal is to get people signed up to the challenge. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and then there's specific dates for that. So the registration opens in one day and it closes on another day. And then there's like a, a pre-launch period, which is before registration opens, which is where we are now. Well, actually, yeah, that's where we are now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so during that time, um, it's just about actually the whole time, it's about communicating, getting people to sign up for the challenge. The only difference is that when registration is open, there's a specific call to action to register. And before then, it's like save the date. This 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 is coming up, and then you know communicating the value of what you're, of what you're trying to market, right? Mm -hmm. But like Claudia says, um, whether you're using just social media, if you have a landing page or not, the the goal of the landing page is to get people to um, to have somewhere to look at information more thoroughly. And then yeah. to get them to um, opt in to get more information or to be on your list. Yeah. But you don't really, first of all, the Sexy Fit Nutrition Challenge already has a website to, where people can check yeah. you know, information. And you can give them your contact information, whether it's a landing page or not. You can just, the call to action can be, you know, send me an email or you don't even have to send, you know, share your email address, just DM me, you know, send me a private message if you want more information and then you can reach out for them, you know, to them. So really the call to action is for them to connect with you in a deeper way, whether that's via, you know, private message in the social media platform where you're posting uh, writing you an email, sending them a landing page th so they can, you know, sign up, uh, subscribing to your list, whatever it is. The overall goal is to get them to communicate with you at a deeper level about what you're marketing. So if you don't have your landing page ready, then give them your um, email. If you don't think email is, is good for that target market then tell them to, you know, just um, send you a private message in that social media platform, and then you'll send them more information. And then really be clear on what you will send them if they get in touch with you. You know, if they respond to the email or if they respond to the um, social media post, okay, if they reach out to me, then what do I share? You know, and, and then you, you do that. But just like Claudia says, don't let something that's too technical get in the way of you marketing because the goal is to market. And if you're, if it's stopping you from doing it because you want to do it the right way, then it's not the right way for you. <laughs> you know, mm. um, it's not the right way at that moment. So, yes. um, and if things get too technical because you feel that it is the, you know, you want the landing page and, and you've decided um, then it would be a really good idea to get somebody to do it either for you or with you. Um, so yeah, if, if really the skill is what's holding us back, you know, then get the resources that you need, whether it's, you know, human resources, somebody to do it with you or for you, 
or, you know, some, some technical tool. Um, but then if it's, you know, yourself holding, if it's you holding you back because you're thinking of the right way to do it and, and everything, you know, just, just like Claudia says, keep it stupid, simple. Was that the way you said it? <laughs> the, the kiss. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. And just say, you know, I'm just going to post how many times I'll just post from this date to that day. I'll post four times, you know, I'll write those four posts. And believe me, when you start super, super simple, <clears throat> like two posts or something, um, and you feel good with those posts because you wrote it in a way that, you know, is aligned with you. It has to do with your experience. More things will come up. Yeah. You know, you don't have to have it all, you know, drawn out from the beginning. A lot of the things like even for us, when we're putting together the marketing plan for sexy fit, um, you know, we think of a couple of things and then we see that we really like it or that it works. So then we change the plan and we say, okay, we want more, more motion graphics. So we start, you know, we get on that. Maybe that's not something that we had in mind at the beginning. We just kind of figure mm -hmm. it out as we go because we get inspired by what we like and what we feel works. So I think that's a benefit of starting simple is that you start gaining momentum because you're doing it. And there are things about, you know, doing it your way that you may like, and that can get the ball rolling. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I've got to do an action step. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to move to Laura's question. So I make sure that we have enough time for that one. Um, and I'm going to read it out loud. So I'm sure there are people that may relate to this. Okay. Hi, Natasha. My question uh, is regarding feeling too young in network marketing. I often hear folks say they feel too old and I can relate to similar things just on the other end of the spectrum. I feel like I don't have enough experience and I feel like I project that in my business. This could be to, due to a lack of overall skills that aren't generally taught in school or the feelings of inadequacy often surfacing through childhood. Um, so I wish Laura was here so that I can go um, deeper and see where, um, where the, this comes up, right? Because sometimes limit, limiting beliefs come up with certain situations, but not, you know, like in all situations. Um, I'm sure that if she were here and I would start asking, you know, in, in different network marketing scenarios, like whether she's presenting or inviting or, you know, just like you know, inviting on the phone um, or in meetings, like where she feels too young, then we could go deeper and see, you know, what's behind that belief. So she does mention two things that she said, it, this could be due to a lack of overall life skills um, or the feelings of inadequacy. Um, so I think there, there's, um, there's something similar to what we just talked about, whether it's a lack of skills or something else, right? Um, that, that's more personal, like feelings of inadequacy. And, you know, it depends on how we look at it. Um, 
because we don't have every skill in the world uh, on one specific topic or field, we're always going to have a lack of skills, but it depends on how we're looking at it and what we're comparing to. So I think that it's really important to be clear on your standards, right? And yeah, and be aware of what, where you stand within those standards. So for a person that has, um, let's keep it really simple, uh, stupid, stupid, simple, like Claudia says, um, if you're riding a bike, right, and it's your first week riding a bike, then I think it would be pretty adequate to say, my standards are, you know, just getting on the bike and trying not to fall <laughs> because mm. it's like your first, like a couple of times riding the bike. Um, and if it's your first month riding the bike, then, you know, maybe still trying not to fall off, but maybe gaining a little more balance. Now, if you've written your bike for five years consistently, then I don't think that the standard should be, I'm happy if I, if I don't fall five times in, in one hour, um, but maybe your standard could be, you know, maybe I could learn a little bit about speed, um, resistance, you know, like certain kilometers, um, I'm glad we all use the same metric system. <laughs> Certain kilometers. Um, and then you check out what, what type of bike you use, you know, how to fix it and, you know, things like that. More technical because you're consistently using it. Maybe you do it on a daily basis. So if it's my first week riding my bike and I'm having standards of a person who's written their, uh, their bike for five years, I'm going to be frustrated all the time, right? I'm going to be, you know, it's going to feel like I'm below standards always. And no matter what I do and my very, very early on learning process, I'm never going to be in that emotional state where I'm proud of myself, where I'm happy about the small wins, and that is crucial in a learning process. First of all, because we need to feel good about ourselves. Otherwise, we never get there, right? It's like, oh, it's when I know this, then I'm going to feel, you know, proud of myself. You know, when I'm all the way over there and I finish my five-year career, then I'm going to feel good enough. And that is not healthy, obviously, because I'm never having not just thoughts, you know, of, of pride and recognition, but feelings um, of, you know, just being, you know, loving to myself because I'm trying, because I'm committing, because I'm showing up. Um, and that, you know, has a big impact in everything that we do. So going back to Laura's example on network marketing, um, if I feel that I need to um, be having the, be responding to standards of people who've been on the business for 15 years, 
when I'm not sure how long Laura has been in the business. Um, but if she's younger, then chances are she hasn't been in the business for 15 years. Then I'm always going to feel that I don't know enough. I'm not good enough. I don't have enough skills. So that's what I mean when I say it all depends on how you look at the skills, because really a 90 year old person that has been in the business for 60 years can feel that they don't have enough skills too. It's a mindset. Hmm. So of course, train yourself to have more skills because we need them. But the feeling of not having enough or not being enough, um, that is something that needs to be shifted on a personal development level, on a mindset level. And so my uh, recommendation is to be clear on what your standards are and to really take a look at where you are in that, um, in that learning path, in that learning journey, right? We always work on a vision and a vision board of where, where we want to get to. But we have to be aware that we're here now, you know? And if we, of course, we need to have high standards. And this is, this is something that we work on um, at Soulcraft. You know, we don't, we need to have standards to look forward to and also be aware where we're at. And we could always break down the standards of this is, this is what I'm aiming for, you know, and then this year or this quarter, you know, I want to be halfway there, one quarter there, and then focus on that and say, okay, I've accomplished this piece. So this, this makes me feel good. I committed and now I'm going for the next piece. So standards, where you're at in terms of the standards. And um, that helps to get out of the comparison game. And, you know, in social media, that has been enhanced significantly. What I have and what I don't have that others have, you know. Um, and um, let me go back to that. Okay. Um, with that part where it says, I feel like I don't have enough experience and I feel that I project that on my business. Um, we do with what we have. We don't do with what we don't have. So that's important to keep in mind. So whatever it is you have in terms of experience, skills, um, community, because network marketing works with a group of people. And that group of people, there are people that have more experience. And there's a reason why we have accountability buddies. And there's a reason why we, we ask for support. That's a resource as well. So Claudia and Annette are smiling at each other because they know... <laughs> And Daphne, because <laughs> they know about the power of accountability buddies. Um, so you have the experience that you have and you do with that. You don't do with the experience that you don't have. So it's a matter of perspective. Am I looking at 
you know, the experience that I have, which is the only thing that I can work with, or am I looking at the experience that I don't have, which is the thing that I cannot work with and it'll just keep me stuck and feeling really bad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in entrepreneurship in general, not just network marketing, this, this really applies to everything in life, but focused on entrepreneurship. Um, there's something that always comes up in these calls, which is, um, working with frustration, um, because you already have a no as an answer. When you reach somebody, you just want to reach out to get yeses, but you already have a no. And, you know, you'll get a lot of people that say, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. I'm not interested. And that's something that we constantly work with as entrepreneurs and, you don't work with, I mean, you can get more skills to communicate with those people and say, hey, you know, so why not, you know, what do you know about this product? What do you know about the service? Like, can I just share my story with you? You can get more skills, but you're, you're just going to work with what you have. If you focus on, I got 10 no's today, you know, then it doesn't really enable you to continue moving forward and your creativity is going to be in a funk. But if you said, you know, all I got all no's today, but I can still try this, then you keep moving forward. So that's something that as entrepreneurs, we all go through. We all go through. And the difference between entrepreneurs that stay long-term is that they just work through all of that and keep on seeing what they can do with what they have. That is being resourceful and that moves you forward. So there are some hands up. Um, Vicky has her hand up, but Claudia had her hand up too. I don't know if Claudia... The inspiration's gone. I, I think, no, no, it's not gone, but uh, I mean, it, it went on and it was at the time, but okay. As, for me, the summary at a certain point was, and then you said it actually as well, is uh, make it your or my way based on resources of now. That's what you also said. I just yes. have that as a summary. And actually, I think there's a song about make it my way so you can also adjust the song song to this kind of thinking because if you a more different way to the same information you um, make yourself available you easier it sticks and that's um, another way to to look at it to make it stronger because one thing is that you know this the next thing is that you believe and feel it and then yeah. do it. <laughs> and that is a, a process in its own. And then um, have a, so resources of now and then have a clear way to growth. And that is the vision board and this all in. So based on your resources, where can you grow? But don't, um, what you said as well, don't stop doing because you think you don't have the resources yet. Work on the now but have a clear vision to grow. So that's Mm -hmm. a a bit in a summary. And then, yeah, the community. That's why I love network marketing. The message is you do not have to know everything yourself. You've been a wonderful community where we help each other and grow together. That's what, for me, the fun in network marketing is. 
Absolutely. You know, um, Tony Robbins and a lot of, of, of coaches always say, you know, it's 20% strategy and skills and 80% mindset. Um, and those numbers vary from coach to coach, but usually it's just like a very small percentage of, you know, skills and, and, and technical, um, technical information. And then just, you know, a huge percent that it's mindset. Um, so, you know, it, it's just really working with what you have, getting resourceful. And then if you feel that there's a resource that you don't have and that's holding you back, just be sure of what that resource is and then try to get it somehow, but don't let that stop you from, you know, doing what you need to do because I don't have the landing page I'm not marketing or because I don't have, you know, like 20 years experience, then I'm not going to get an associate. Right. So, um, yeah, Vicky. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think where Laura's, how she's feeling is, is absolutely normal. Um, she's only seven months in or eight months in. Um, and she's doing an amazing job, I think. Um, but, and, and I do think, um, one of the things that's taken me a long time to figure out is actually, you don't need to know everything. And that's part of the fun of using the resources around you. But I was wondering if there's something uh, Laura could do and ourselves, because, you know, those of us have been around a long time and we're no, we don't feel like we're any further ahead. Mm -hmm. Is this, you know, you talk a lot about thematics and getting back into the body. Mm -hmm. So when, when, you know, there will be those times, like I think now I feel much better about dealing with those issues that used to overwhelm me and used to make me very frightened. They don't, uh, they don't upset me anymore. Mm -hmm. But that's, you know, 15, 16 years of realising what's the point. Um, so I just wonder whether there's something that you can help uh, with in terms of when you, when you hit that, when you have those moments when things aren't going to plan, mm -hmm. people aren't listening to you, mm -hmm. how best to, you know, ground get the so, strength back? Yeah, well, it really depends on how near your edge you are because you know there's there's a difference between um getting a little bit of activation where you're sitting down with your action plan meaning that your heart rate goes up a little bit and you know your breathing pattern starts changing you know that that's getting activated a little bit of resistance um but then it doesn't stop you from doing it and then, you know, there's a difference between that and being completely overwhelmed where, you know, you get foggy and your train of thought, you can't follow a train of thought. Um, and, you know, your, your, your activation symptoms are not as manageable. So, and, you know, what we do differently is that when you're reaching that edge of your tolerance curve, then you need to stabilize and the exercises are more oriented towards stabilizing. But when you're not that near, near that edge and you're just having resistance, you know, your heart, you know, getting a little sweaty and being like, oh, I don't want to do this. Um, then it's just a matter of following the physical sensation of the discomfort a little bit so that it could, you know, reach its peak and discharge. 
so mm-hmm. that, you know, it doesn't bother you as much. And the way to do that is, let's say I'm sitting down, I'm about to post something, and then I start, you know, getting second thoughts, right? It's first, we, because we've been paying more attention to the mind, um, we usually just focus on our thoughts, right? And we usually just notice our thoughts. But there's a physical sensation along with that always that we're not aware of sometimes. So we start second guessing, you know, and, and, and having doubts and saying, ah, should I post this or should I post that? Or what are people going to think? Is this going to be, you know, stupid, you know, and, and all these things. So it's like, okay, stop. What am I feeling in my body right now? Like, where is this resistance? What part of my body is this resistance in? For me, it's usually in my throat and my chest. Like my throat starts closing up, my heart rate goes up and my chest gets a little bit tight. So first I ask myself, is this manageable? Like if I, if I hold space for this a little bit, will I get myself to an edge that I don't want to get myself to? If that's the case, then I'm going to stabilize. If that's not the case, then I'm just going to give that discomfort a little bit of space and be like, okay, I feel tightness in my chest. I'm just going to feel that. I'm going to breathe it out and feel that discomfort and see what happens next in my body with curiosity. And usually that starts moving. It starts changing. Um, Maybe it gets a little bit tighter and then I discharge. And by discharge, I mean, I either yawn or, have a deeper breath or something happens where my body lets go. Um, You need to get to that point though um, of of following through with it, just allowing it to to be just a little bit without getting so scared. Um, And then it usually goes away and then, you know, you can just have a couple of deep breaths and then enjoy that space that was created in your body your muscles relaxing, you know, maybe you'll feel some feeling of expansion. Usually I feel expansion in my chest when I can finally take a deep breath and it feels really good. So it's like, okay, how this, this feeling of, you know, feeling good, where, where do I feel it in my body? So I I just give it space and let it be a little bit and just give myself the opportunity to feel that. And then I go back to what I was doing. Okay which one do I want to post? Just this one. I'll just choose one. (laughs) Just like put it out there, whatever. Um, If I need to stabilize, then the stabilizing exercises I've shared a couple here before have to do with getting presence in my body. So that usually, um, we usually do that by feeling strength and a little bit of tone. So it is sitting in a chair, pushing your toes and elevating your heel and pushing it down, right? And then pushing it down for a couple of seconds and then releasing, pushing down for a couple of seconds and releasing, and then doing it the other way around, pushing your heel and elevating your toes. So you push down with your heels. You can grab the bottom of your chair if you wanna, you know, be able to push a little bit more and then releasing. And then you can do the same thing with your arms, um, like against a wall. I like doing it against um, uh, 
a bed or a pillow or something so that I could really feel my, my hands going down and it's not a hard surface, but really feeling the tone in my arms, you know, and feeling the physical sensations, not thinking about what I'm doing, but feeling what I'm doing, the physical mm -hmm. sensations and then releasing. And then you can also, um, I forget the name of this one in English. Um, it's like feeling your, your, your boundary. So you can just, you know, kind of um, feel your arms, you know, feel your neck and just really like your whole surface. You just pat yourself with a little bit of strength so that you feel it. It's not like a soft and that, you know, starts kind of um, releasing this vibration where, you know, your, your cells are waking up basically. <laughs> so you're waking your Yes. There you go. Yeah. And, you know, you start doing that with your legs and all the way down to your feet. And, and that is coming back to your body mm -hmm. because when you're reaching an edge, it, it's, you're a little bit separated from your body. You're in your mind way ahead that's what overwhelm is you're you know out of your body and your mind and your mind has gone way too far so it's just going back to your body going back to yourself that's awesome i definitely was on the edge tonight mm. <laughs> I like that. thank you absolutely yeah. i hope this helps Hopefully. everybody yeah so um, we've reached the end of our call today. I want to remind you um, for the notes that you've taken, um, you know, write down your two ahas when I, when I tag you now in the Facebook group. And most importantly, your two action steps that go along with those ahas. So how are you going to implement that insight and that gold nugget that you're taking away from the call today? How are you going to put that into action? That's the most important piece in order to move forward and get the needle moving in your life and business. Um, so I'm gonna take two pictures now and then we're gonna go back to the group. Um, how do I do? Oh, there we go. Take my picture Respectable. <laughs> Respectable. Oh, Annette, you look great. <laughs> All right, so three, two, one, a smiley picture. <laughs> and then now we're gonna go with a more crazy picture. And oh my goodness. <laughs> three, two, one. <laughs> Thank you so much, ladies. This is a great call. I'm gonna 